a scary house? Sounds kind of lame. On a night of make-believe... Where is everybody? Something very real has been awakened. Do you hear something? Something like... It knows what you fear most. We close our eyes and say it's a dream. Oh, and uses it against you. Please help me! An all-new Halloween Buffy. Oh. Welcome to Home of the Big Bruin Evil, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes, Beat Me. This is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago. This week's episode is Season 4, Episode 4, Fear Itself. We're going to be talking about plot. We're going to be talking about characters. We're going to be talking about why fraternity is an ancient magical text. Do not miss. Mix. <laughs> so spoilers abound for this episode, any episode before it, after it, the comics, and possibly other shows and movies. People prepare to have your spines tingled and your faces bumped as we discuss all things Hello Eve. Yay! <laughs> hello! I am your host, Stacia, and I'm here with my co-host, Kelly. Say hello. Hello. Daniel, say hello. Halloween's not about thrills, chills, or funny costumes. It's about getting laid. Oh. Oh. <laughs> some words to remember. Uh, we are here to have a very Buffy Halloween, and so this week we watched Fear Itself, which originally aired on October 26, 1999. It was directed by Tucker Gates. This is the only Buffy episode that he did, but he did do an episode of Angel Hero, which is in the first season, hmm. which is the uh, one where Doyle dies, right? incredibly tragic episode where Doyle dies. Oh, wow. But he is a famous director of X-Files, House of Cards, Parks and Rec, and Weed's fame, among a lot of other things. Huh. Um, and then it was written by David Fury, who we know and love. This is his first episode of four that he writes for the season. The next one he co-writes um, with Marty Noxon and Jane Espenson, which is Doomed. Oh, so. that's the one where Spike gets, uh, I can hurt a demon, and then starts punching people with Xander's Hawaiian shirt on. No? <gasps> so what happened in this episode? <laughs> Buffy has a big sad over Parker Abrams, although she's not quite at sad overalls territory. Mm. She's thinking about it, but she's not there yet. No spaghetti is. Yeah. So the show opens with the Scooby gang carving pumpkins and talking about a party. Xander's all weird because he wasn't invited because he's not college guy. Tony. All right. We cut to the next day at school. Buffy and Oz are like, oh, Willow, dark magic is bad and you should be careful because you're soft and gentle. Um, but then Buffy <laughs> sees Parker laughing and she has to go and be sad alone. <laughs> And then she isn't really in the mood for a Halloween spirit, so she's like, I'm pretty sure Giles is going to want me to patrol, so I'm going to I'm gonna go and confirm with Giles that's what I should be doing. But as we all know, in Buffyland, Halloween is a, night, is a dead night for the dead in Diamond. So Buffy shows up to Giles' house to find Fiesta Giles in all of his sombrero realness, who is like, no, just take the night off and have a great time. So, meanwhile, we've got fraternity boys at their little house preparing for their haunted house slash Halloween party. Um, as you do when you're preparing for a frat boy Halloween party, you pull out an ancient magical text, pick one of the pretty pictures, and draw it on your floor. And then, I mean, this always happens, and it's such a drag, but Oz accidentally cut himself, dripped blood on the floor, and awakened to deep and dark evil. <laughs> That's going to need a big unpacking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so we're going to skip right over Joyce pretending to be a mom and head to the party. <laughs> All of her friends meet up, and we go through this pretend haunted house, only to find out it's more real than they had bargained for. Buffy is stabbed by a skeleton that is then immediately a plastic skeleton on the floor. Going to need a huge unpacking. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, from there on, our friends are like, let's split up. We don't need to be together. Xander turns invisible. Invisible. Oz turns into a werewolf. Willow can't control her magic. And Buffy is attacked by zombies in the basement because... That's where zombies live, I guess. Um, outside, Anya realizes something isn't right here when she sees the window brick, brick up and disappear. So she goes to get Giles, who, chains on hand, mm. shows up to cut down the door mm. <laughs> into the house, which, nice forethought on that one. They all show up to the attic where Giles accidentally tells Buffy how to immediately bring forth a fear demon, Gaknar, by destroying the symbol drawn onto the ground. And he materializes into a terrifying two-inch form. <laughs> Buffy promptly stomps on him and saves the day. It's amazing. <laughs> she just killed. Just like... Squished. squished. <laughs> Pretty effective. Yeah. Uh, so we are running out of a lot of firsts for the episode, but we do have a last in this episode. Oh. I know. This the is the, the last. seventh and final episode without any vampires. Oh. Damn. Oh. Every single one. Every single one. episode after this, we've got a vampire. Interesting. So that's interesting. Did Buffy think that she was going to run into a vampire the whole time because she had her little crossbow with her stake on it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a multi-purpose killing weapon. Yeah, but I feel like you only get one shot and then like the demon's going to attack you. It sure. felt really weird to have her walking around with that. But anyways, I digress. Yeah, because never the forget, but cool. wish first Buffy who says something like, you'd be surprised how many things that'll kill a stake through the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, more fun facts. We get a little bit of continuity here with Willow. She dresses up as Joan of Arc and references that they both have a lot in common, seeing how they mm-hmm. were. She was almost burned at the stake. Yes, mm-hmm. she a little was. dark, mm-hmm. but that's referencing gingerbread. gingerbread yeah. When her mom tries to burn her at the stake, yeah. never and, forget. And the other members of Moon, not just uh, her mom. <laughs> but mostly her mom. Sheila <laughs> Rosenberg did not act alone. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's all right with Moon. A nice acronym, Mom. Um, there were Buffy the Vampire Slayer action figures that were commissioned based off of this episode. Nice. Mm, um, yeah. In particular is Bunny Anya, which has a cute little bunny outfit that she wears. Is it like made Adorable. of fabric? Yeah, it looks like it. <gasps> yeah, it's like a little cozy fabric onesie that you can put on and off Amazing. the doll. Amazing. Poor Oz just looks the same. It's mm-hmm. just a regular That's why his costume is the best. That's why just I, little god. I've so. gone as Oz from this episode before because it's the easiest. It's easy. And then you just make your girlfriend dress up as fake Joan of Arc, Willow mm-hmm. slash fake Joan of Arc. Yeah. Easy. Easy. All right. So this is the second of three Halloween episodes that we get in the entire series. The first was in season two, aptly named Halloween. And the last is in season six um, called All the Way. That one sucks. This one's the best one. So I was going to ask, (laughs) which one is your favorite episode and why? Don't need it. This one's the Season best one. Six bias. I don't want to hear it. It's probably fine. Do you remember? I don't have any clue what happens. Dawn goes on a field trip with her and her four friends, one of whom ends up being a vampire that she has a crush on. So they make out in the woods, and he's like, oh, "I'm a vampire." And she's like, oh, "No way." It's bad. Yeah. yeah. The end. It's not oh, very Dawn. memorable as a Halloween episode. But yeah. Amber Tamblyn is in that episode. So, oh, okay. all right. So this one's your favorite. Oh yeah, for sure. How come? Just because I am more partial to the later seasons than the first. I mean, the this, this season two one's not bad. And I do yeah. love Me, Smith, and Rain. So. Well, clearly. That makes two. What, um, what about you? Which one do Daniel? you Because the sixth one's not an option. <laughs> well, it's not because we're not there yet. Uh, I don't I don't know. I think they both like. I guess I like the other one maybe a little more because it had Spike in it. And it was much more whimsical and kind of crazy. But like, I like this one a lot because it. it deals with our characters they get to pay off their fears and emotions and stuff like that the things that matter but it's but it's also half an episode like i don't think that the first half is very interesting i like when they're in the house 
dealing with their shit. The rest of it's just kind of like an okay. We're just kind of doing the same stuff episode. I so. guess for continuity and plot, mm-hmm. the second one's out. way more important. Second season one is way more important. Uh, only because we use Xander's lack of any other character traits or strengths to build with his fake military knowledge. Like, that is a huge plot point of Xander throughout That's the true. series because of that one fucking episode. So Because it's, it's the only time important. he can be useful. Exactly. It's also probably the most referenced thing mm-hmm. I think that the show ever does. Because yeah. not only with that, but it's just like, what if we turn into our costumes? And it makes for a really funny joke. Well, medieval will. Hail, ye old varlety thou. Uh, I'm Joan of Arc. I figured we had a lot in common, seeing as how I was almost burned at the stake. And plus she had that close relationship with God. And you are? Of course. I wish I'd thought of that before I put down my deposit. I could have been God. Blasphemer. Yeah, so you would be so yes. small-minded to not even think about God because you would go as 007, which is fun, but it's not practical in a way that God would be practical. <laughs> I mean, God Very might fun. honestly be really the worst thing that you possibly, could be. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> but if you if you think it's a, there's a possibility of turning into your costumes. It's not bad. It's not a bad guy. No. It's I'd want to roll the dice and see what that was like, right? 007 is just like, I don't know, you want martinis and stuff. I don't you don't really have any gadgets, yeah, right? Say, so you can't, did he, re- can't did really he do brought, anything. Like guns with him, and it's like, well, then you're just bringing guns to a party, Xander. Yeah. So and the initiatives are already got the guns. But the, in in the season two one, his toy gun turned into a real right. Gun. So they turn into the stuff, but I don't think he has anything toy of guns, a, yeah. right. Just the tuxedo. So you agree that the fourth season one is the best? Yeah. Um, you know, I think actually the second season one. No, I don't yeah. I mean, I really like Two this episode. Strong. I think Two it's great, but I think Daniel is right. It's half an episode. Yeah. The first half, there's a lot in the plot description that I left out. Like she, like Buffy goes and talks to Riley, and I just left it out because I don't care. Because <laughs> I don't care, no time. No and it's time. not interesting. But that's like a whole exhausting thing you have to go through. That's just like plot stuff. It has to happen to get to where we end up going. But yeah. like, it's not interesting, and you don't think about it later. And so really the fun part is when they're in the haunted house and that is you know, the second half of the episode. And all of Halloween is just our friends. We and don't deal with Halloween is funnier. Else. It's way funnier. It's way funnier. Yeah. Having Buffy not knowing who she is and yeah. having uh, Cordelia running around in a cat suit but not actually a cat. <laughs> it's very good. Well, it's not our place to fight. Surely some men will protect us. What's that riff? This episode reminds me a lot of Nightmares, the episode Nightmares, where... Billy is in a coma and he's manifesting nightmares around town because he got beat up, right? Because he's like, what is it? Like baseball. Baseball. When he loses, it's bad. When When he loses, it's bad. bad. (laughs) Everyone in there is dealing with their fears. Like, you know, like Xander's scared of clowns and that's the thing that he has to face. And the guy who's scared that his spiders are going to die or whatever. Wendell. Wendell. Spiders. Yeah, with the spiders. No, Um, I love them. I love spiders. You don't understand. We saw a spider in this episode. Then it went out of town and they all died. (laughs) They're not insects. Arachnids. Moving on. <laughs> so this episode is very similar. All the characters have to deal with their fears. Yeah. Do you feel like this is a better version of Nightmares? Like that was a dry run for this episode? Or do you think they're distinct enough on their own? I think it's interesting that Buffy's fear is transformed from the worst thing that happened to me is that I would turn to a vampire, right? The thing that I'm hunting, the thing that I like presumably hate the most, to, uh, to her biggest fear being alone. That's what it was supposed to be. It wasn't zombies. Is it? It was being alone. Our fears are manifesting. We're feeding it. We, we need to stop. If we close our eyes and say it's a dream, it'll stab us to death. Xander's was neglect, like him not being useful. That's really was a manifestation of him not being useful. Well, that's val- what... Input not being valuable. Yeah, and then Anya earlier sort of 
goads him in that, you know, and she's like, why are you even going with them? You're not mm-hmm. of any use to them. And it's like, okay, well. And that'll we be brought see, up to him multiple times. Well, sure. It already yeah. has been. And mm-hmm. so like his fear of being that makes complete sense. Right. Which he was the only one that really got like a, well, I guess Willow sort of did when she's like, I want to know more about magic. And then clearly it blew up in her face. Right. Oh, I don't know. Then again, what is college for if not experimenting? You know, maybe I can handle it. Nothing for Oz, though. We didn't really get any... Well, it was the werewolf, right? Like, he's terrified of losing control mm-hmm. and becoming a werewolf. Willows was also that, too. I'm, I'm scared of losing control of my magic. I'm, I'm scared of... Yeah. I guess the, the Xander and Willow got foreshadowing. But, but we also do... got, a, uh, like, a throwaway line in this episode where he's talking to Willow, like, when I wolf out, I touch something deep and... Like, right, that's what that we was. did. Okay, and never then mind. also that we had built up the Buffy being alone and abandoned by the male figures in her life earlier with the shoehorned uh, Joyce Dad moment. Stuff, yeah. Like, why the fuck are we talking about Which, this divorce that happened three years ago? Right, we now? absolutely will talk about yeah. that. We will yell about it. I assume. So I think I, I like this episode better overall in comparison to Nightmares. I guess the the idea is, is totally the same. Yeah, but I, it doesn't feel like the same episode. It doesn't feel like a rehash in any way, even though the concept is essentially the same. Well, that's the funny thing about me. I tend to hear the actual words people say and accept them at face value. That's stupid. I accept that. I can't help but conflate the two episodes in my head in some ways because it is... Like, Giles has a sombrero in this one. <laughs> That's how you know. The same concept. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> I would like to see what Giles' fear would have been mm. if he had been... Hey everyone, it's Giles with a chainsaw. In, well, a in Nightmares, it's Buffy dying. Right. I know, so would it have changed? No, but you know what I actually conflate this with? I always think that the scene in uh, Buffy versus Dracula where he gets trapped in the basement with like the lady vampires like trying to get up on Giles' junk... I always think that's in this episode for some reason when Buffy hits the basement. Right? For some reason, I always think that Giles is going to be down there with the lady vampires. I don't know. But yeah, no, Nightmares, not so much. No one remembers that. No, scene. I don't. Cool. Okay. <laughs> it's just a you thing. Meanwhile, I'm breaking my nails every day battling the forces of evil and my French teacher can't even remember my name. Okay, so there are a couple of working pieces in the show. Do we find it believable that a fraternity house would have a book of magic that's real that all you have to do is draw a symbol and sprinkle some blood on it well, I, it's a college frat house in sunnydale mm-hmm. i feel like sure. their access to occult things either even by accident is probably going to be a little bit higher than your average town so i feel like they could come across i think that by house. accident for sure and i think you don't know what you're doing i think that you go to the bookstore you buy this for a dollar it's got a bunch of pretty symbols in it you pick a symbol. Well, that's an interesting little design. What does it mean? No clue. I got out of this book. There's a lot of really cool stuff in there about... Ooh, grapes. That's Maybe he even on. went to Bob's Magic Cabinet. He was like, dude, you told me to go get something cool and spooky, so I went to Bob's Magic Cabinet. They had some spiders in a bag and also this weird talisman book. <laughs> one of them. It's real, one's not. I don't know which one. Better yeah. draw a symbol on the ground and enact an old ritual to, to find out. See if it's I, real. I gotta respect the. I respect the game. I respect. Uh, what was his name? Caleb or Cal- did any of them have names? They, they had names. They, they named they have names. Them. Fuck. They did. That did not require the amount of detail, especially when the lights were down, party atmosphere. Nobody saw that. Is the Black Ranger the one who drew it? No, 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 no. Uh, That's. Was, I think his name was. I want to say Caleb. Okay. I'm probably wrong. It's something like that. It's very short. He's the guy hiding in the closet. Right, right, right. right. Okay. So he's the guy that was doing it that was like, hey, bro. Right, with the guy with the longer hair. With longer hair, yeah. right. And so he's the one that did it. I'm just saying, 
why are you even doing it? Uh, that's maybe my biggest question. I don't really get why. Yeah, they're just have a fun, a fun little set piece on the ground for the party. Don't goers? they have drinking to be doing? Like, I'm impressed they thought it through that much. That that's what I mean. Like, that, I want to know more about that. That does seem the most unrealistic part that these college guys go <laughs> out of their way to decorate that, like specifically. Mm-hmm. And it's almost Bravo. like a throwaway line. It's like, oh no, we're doing it for the sex, but also we're really into <laughs> decorating this properly. That's it's right. like. But they're doing it for the sex, so we I guess know I how get to throw it. A party, goddammit. Yeah. I mean, they said they're on painstakingly peeled individual grapes. Sure. I mean, incredible. A lot of attention I to mean, detail going into this party. Noticed. Mm-hmm. Oh, grapes! Spoil your guests, chicks. Uh, I I do uh, the. We never saw him again, but you're right. The Black Ranger showed up. Yes, he fucking did. Um. What's his name? I thought he was the one who had the picture in the. Wasn't he the one initially? It was like, look what I found. But then it was the other guy who ended up drawing it. Yeah, different guy. No, he cameo. Walter Emmanuel Jones showed up for no reason. Other to be like, holy shit, the Black Rangers on Buffy. Holy shit, here is my book. Right, he's the he's one who the shows guy it the showed very in the first book. time. Right, so then we got the other guy, douchebag guy, who breaks his neck and becomes like the symbol of the bad guy or whatever mm-hmm. at the end when his broken right. neck, which is great. All that was great. Why wasn't it him? Why know. did we not? You had the talents. Of a Power Ranger, and you're yeah. letting that <laughs> slip out of your fucking fingers for some rando. He did a fine job, but like, do we believe the Power Rangers exist in the same universe? I, as Buffy? They must. What was I, I think that was a called? deep. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. They were definitely in California. They definitely were, yeah. Um, but no, that was 1994. He was only on it for a year. It was only 93, oh, 94. Sure. They were all on it for a year. Did he? Get it was only around. Uh, he was in. I think he was in one of them. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. And that's Hip Hop Keto. Yes, cool. Oh, wow. Hi, now Hip Hop Keto, like all other martial arts, teaches self-confidence and discipline. Now remember, only use these moves for self-defense when you're in real danger. Maybe they're going to the trouble of doing an entire haunted house before you even get to the party. And that in itself is a that lot was for a holiday party. Yes. Yeah. That house was intense. It was, it was really very cool decorated. Yeah. Very cool house. Yeah, they really went all out. Which was definitely more of the set designers for Buffy than what a normal <gasps> frat would be. What? But if Oz is cool with them, maybe they're cool. You know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's all up in the air. Is there any holiday that's not about getting laid? Armor Day. So the reason why I like this episode so much, not only as out of the Halloween episodes, but just generally, is that it has a real cinema- cinematic quality to it. There's only a couple of, of moments in Buffy that are like legit scary, like horror movie scary. And a couple of them happen in this episode, another uh, in Conversations with Dead People, and then um, mm-hmm. in Forever is, is pretty scary too. Hush, yeah. But I think because not only do we have access to the glorious HD copy of it, which automatically makes a more cinematic flair mm-hmm. to the whole piece, just because it's more polished, uh, but it's like because of this episode specifically, it wants you to be in that horror movie. And the one scene of the girl when she's in the attic and it does that jump cut to her smiling when she's, oh, oh my God. specifically said that. That was the moment that I was just like, whoa, this is good. Because you get sucked in. It really feels like a little movie. Oh, yeah. Briefly, it feels like a straight up horror movie and I really enjoy that a lot. You almost don't expect it, yeah, because she opens her eyes just as, you know, just a classic like zombie coming to life Mm -hmm. thing. And, And then we cut and that I think was the hard cut maybe to Anya, I forget. No, no, I guess it was to our friends. They were yeah, I think you're back in, in the house. Yeah, yeah. and because yeah, it was ju- and all the chaos and stuff. They really, they really resisted. God bless them. Resisted the the hard cut to Anya in a bunny suit. They really didn't do it <laughs> they all the you times. To be scared. I know because yeah, she just waltzes up, and I'm like, that's a that's a choice right there. Because <laughs> if if you took any other one of them, I think if it wasn't him randomly doing this show, 
I think everyone else would have hard cut Anya in the bunny suit, yeah. which is a restraint that I would not have shown for sure. So, well, I think it's great because it lets you it lets you think about Anya as a bunny. You're like, huh? Okay, well, that's that's a choice. Yeah. And then at the end, you get Xander sort of like. Um, thoughtfully looking at her like that's your scary outfit like that yeah. was what he had like wear your scariest thing you can think of and she was like yeah bunnies, bunnies. And you don't realize until that moment she thinks she's being terrifying yeah and that's really that's, cute. Yeah. that's the part that makes it because otherwise she's just in a bunny suit and you know you can dress up as whatever you want to in halloween i also think for some reason the the oz scene to me is really powerful just because i know the line like we already said is a little bit of throwaway it's like when i when i change it's some it's scary it's really scary but like him just in the the tub just like mm. repeating and rocking back and forth like i'm not going to change i'm not going to change it's like i don't know that always really hits me hard for some reason in this episode so it's a great there's, shot. A, there's a, there, but you guys are totally right which i never really thought about before the first half of this episode is just like Cut it. We could have had a really cool 45-minute horror movie. Instead, we did, like, weirdo emo Buffy. I was going to say this for yelling, but the reason why, I'll just say it again, the reason why it gets knocked down is that it has a fucking premise that makes no fucking sense. Like, all the stuff that happened were fine, but you couldn't think of a better way to start this fucking episode than Oz (laughs) cutting his hand. The only way that I would buy this as an audience member is that we have had repeated problems with Oz cutting himself and then waving his arms around (laughs) and being like, Oz, stop getting blood on all of us. And then he does it now and we say, oh, Oz. But because he just like flings his blood. Last one we had my off. Or like he could have gotten a bloody nose and then... Like someone turned mm. to him and was like, dude, what's wrong? And then it drips onto the floor and, and he's like, oh, crap. But still, that would have been con- contrived. All of I mean, that there's all no been, way not to have but this But that work. was like the most weirdly pointed way uh, to do it is to just have him have to shake the blood off his hand. Like no one does that. You don't want to be around people's blood. That's how you get diseases and stuff. No, and just like, I'm going to go fix the thing behind the speaker with a blade. And like literally, I mean, we're watching him in real time. I was thinking, oh, we're going to cut away at least. Nope. He just goes back there. I mean, real time. He's... Immediately. Got a cut. Spring blood. We got to go. Like, it took five seconds. See ya. And you're like, well, I guess, did you fix it? I, right. But are you going to fix the speaker? Like, no, as, as my watcher's duties took precedence, I simply hadn't taken time to, uh, well, to embrace its inherent charms. Uh, until now. Look, look. It's alive! <laughs> See how you... Shakes. Is there something you wanted? Okay, so this episode, aside from the guy who falls down the stairs and accidentally breaks his neck, mm-hmm. the only death, the only slayage is Gaknar, which anyone could have slayed. Yeah. Do you think Buffy is like the MVP of this episode or mm-hmm. is there someone else? Like everyone kind of had their own struggles. He was the most important hero. Okay, but- I think there's, is that girl on the couch dead? The princess girl who does the jump scare, is she dead? I don't know. According to Buffy Wikia, it's just the guy that broke his straight up broke his. That was also horrifying. Like that was very violent. He fell down the stairs and broke his goddamn. I I thought it was cool when he was in the the cellar, like his neck was all like Uh he couldn't hold his head up straight. That's what I was saying. Black Ranger, he could have done it. Could have done it. Could have had that range. We really couldn't afford him, I guess. I mean, wow. Uh, I think the MVP is obviously Giles. Um, you think so? Because he brought the fucking yeah. chainsaw. Giles brought the chainsaw. One hundred percent. How did he know he needed a chainsaw? Does He's he never brought it before. It? Does he always carry a He's chainsaw. He's never brought it before, and I believe we never see it again. Oh hell no! Hell no! Of course we. It don't. also had the initials West on it. Do we know anything about West? Oh, oh it might be a company, chainsaw company. 
No, it looked like it was uh, initialed on there. Yeah, it's know like if scratched in there. Known a West. Or okay, not. so on the the chainsaw blade, it says West. I'm assuming if we're in reality, they probably borrowed it from somewhere on the lot, and it like it's probably this is the the West lot. That's mm-hmm. where this chainsaw goes back to, right? Like this is the utility cabinet on the West lot is where this chainsaw goes to. This belongs to the West Wing. Yes, exactly. You return it. To the I West mean, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just thought it was fun. Yeah, as far as like who oh. might have won the episode, I don't know. Everything was like accidental, right? Like you said, Buffy didn't intentionally do it. And, and even Giles, as cool as the chainsaw moment was, which the imagery is fantastic, but I think Buffy and her, the Scoobies would have figured it out. Like they were headed to the attic already. They were already there. Like Giles coming in. Cool. Thanks for the information that wasn't actually helpful in the end, but great joke. Great joke. So that was cool, but I don't think. They were going to figure it out. Well, and in the end, what's the worst that would have happened? Gacknar would have been summoned, and then he would have been summoned. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like nothing, like, nothing right. different would have happened whether or not Giles was there. So I guess technically he can't win the episode because it would have happened anyway. And all of them ended up getting forced into the attic anyway. They didn't find the attic, right? That was just like mm. the house put where them they ended there. up. Right. So they were kind of just victims of circumstance as far like nobody chose to to do the like to slay the thing. It just kind of happened upon them, and then they were able to slay the thing. So no one wins. I mean, that kid definitely loses, though. Yeah, Broken Neck Kid for sure loses. Yeah, R.I.P. Broken Neck Kid. Yeah. R.I.P. Mighty Mighty Alpha Delts. They just lost their biggest bannerman. His family is going to be sad. (laughs) I mean, surely, right? His family is going to be devastated. There's probably going to be some kind of investigation into the the fraternity. They're going to get shut down. Yeah. Lose their Um, charter. Is that a thing? Charter? I've heard that word before. Yeah, I think so. You have to to be like part of a larger Greek organization, right? Mm Because it's... The Mighty Mighty Alpha Delts yeah. on that campus, but like other colleges also have Mighty Mighty Alpha Delts. Are they all connected? Yeah. And then there's like a, yeah, they, yeah, like a national Greek Wait, so all fraternities are just like spokes of like the... Yeah. They're all related. Yeah. They can be. I mean, yeah. There might be originals in some places that aren't in other places. But I you have huge fraternities that I thought that every college had their own thing, but they're no. all just chapters they're of chapters. an interconnected... So, like, I could go to whatever sorority, and then throughout the country, I would have sorority sisters, technically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Holy yeah. shit. That's the whole point. Then there's, no like, wonder the whole... rich people can network so well. <laughs> yeah. Then, like, there's the overseeing, like, national Greek body or whatever, yeah. and they come and make sure that you're following their, like, you know, practices and culture and everything standards. Oh, my God. And then you have, like, I think, you know, a certain number of, like, um... Not charity, but volunteer hours yeah, they that all the, volunteer. They all the Greek that house has to do every year and like amount of money they're supposed to raise or, you know, whatever. And yeah. Legally Blonde is real. Yeah. Legally Blonde is amazing. <sighs> She's another blonde hero who would win in a fight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Elle Woods. Elle Woods or Buffy, <laughs> Buffy Summers. Ooh, My money's know. on Elle. Ooh. In a fight, in a physical fight? I, don't, I think Buffy has to win. I think <laughs> otherwise we scrappy. can't watch the show anymore. I think Ella's scrappy. <laughs> I think she'd get her. Uh, she would get her with her legal prowess and confidence. Yeah, her confidence. Yeah. Well, so, but as we've seen, Buffy can be shaken. Buffy. It, it Buffy can, can be, shaken. be shaken. She got shaken this episode. That's so. what I'm saying. What you got in the basket, little girl? Weapons. Oh. Do you find it believable that uh, Buffy is so torn up over... No, absolutely not. Parker? No, I fucking hate it. But she wants to put on her side And another else. reason why the first half is garbage. Parker is in this over. episode and Joyce is in this episode. And I said both of those things would not happen. Ooh. And I was wrong. So I think Joyce might be in every episode for the rest of the season. Clearly, maybe Devin comes back. What do I fucking know? Not this episode. 
I know. I don't trust. Devin's got to be come back. No, he doesn't. Devin's got it. Don't say that. Devin's got it. <laughs> I want back. him to come back. I want him to come back too. <laughs> with his midriff. I want Devin his yes. to oh, come back with his midriff. Oh, all yes. the midriff. Absolutely. No, I don't believe that she would be upset about Parker. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why not? It uh, just happened. Like last week. She shouldn't be mad about it in the first place. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. She thought she had a new boyfriend. Yeah. She that she should be mad at herself then. She should be mad at herself for thinking that because that's crazy. They were As so we connected about, that she's crazy. talking to Willow and saying, I think I'm done dating for the rest of my life. I've had sex with two men. It's over. And that's dramatic. <laughs> that's dramatic. And even Willow can say, that's dramatic. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. And I get it. You're mad. That's fine. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I don't want to. Hey, you're up. You're here. Do I get to see any of your scars? Work it right, and you can get three meals worth, which equals fewer punch cards used annually. History? Fascinating dates and compelling places. But there's something amazing about these huge events that when you dig down into them, excess dry goods fit nicely in a backpack or your pocket. The, the wetter items, macaronis, your turkey loaf, then you're in a Ziplocs. Could be the sweaty men. It's not for beginners. I'll just take it slow. I live here. Well, we talked a lot about Buffy and Parker uh, last week. And I think that it was made clear that Buffy had the right to be a little upset. And I think that she's probably still hanging on to that. Like, fuck that guy. I would feel that way, too, I think, a little bit. If you were, like... Although Enough she's... to have to leave the cafeteria because yeah. he's there. I mean, I get it. I get why you don't want to even be in the, in the same room as the person or whatever. But it seems like it's affecting so much more than just, like... I don't want to be in the fucking cafeteria with this asshole. I don't want to listen to him fucking, you know, laugh at other with other people. Leaving makes sense to me in that situation. But she it seems like it's just like affecting her entire demeanor. She's not going to classes anymore. Yeah, that like okay, all yeah, of this is just like, come on. Again, forgot about Riley being in this episode. Yeah, yes, that's and... that's a lot for her to spiral out into that. And then being like, why did dad leave? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we get to hear about Joyce's <laughs> secret pain that because of Buffy, she's no longer a social butterfly. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how Joyce yeah. is a great mom? She pretends to use the sewing machine. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're supposed to believe that this is like a Little Red Riding Hood costume that Buffy wore some uh, time ago. And the ago. only thing that needed to be changed was the robe, like the hood oh. situation, but the rest of the outfit fit fine. Mm -hmm. It's just like the hood classically too tight around her Buffy's large, muscular <laughs> neck had to be re redone. The hood that famously you can tie and adjust yourself, that yeah. needed to be that let needed, out. That also, needed to be let out. Also protects her from stab wounds. Do not forget. Ooh, that yeah, was yeah. helpful. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Don't worry. The, 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 what'd she say? The cape took most of the blow or whatever mm -hmm. from the knife. What does that sentence even mean? <laughs> oh, even the skeleton, when it turned into like a real skeleton, that was that was really creepy. Oh, that was, that was great. a creepy skeleton great for, sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I liked him being back into the toy when mm -hmm. he fell and whatever. But she legit got stabbed. Got I just want that to be oh, yeah. very clear. There seemed to be no problem, though. No, not she a was problem like, at all. Oh, it's just a scratch while she's like bleeding. The cape took most of the blow. You have no appreciation of primitive art. Like that's I mean, a sentence that they said. Maybe it was ballistics material, and that's why it was Joyce had to like do some work. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce is like, I've got you covered. Yeah, I was really mad <laughs> about Joyce you. because Joy Joyce is not a regular anymore. So to go in about the dad shit immediately, I'm like, so this is field. season one, like episode one and two shit. Like yeah. we mm -hmm. don't talk about this. We have not talked about it for three seasons. Nope. Why now? Especially when she's not a series regular. I want to hear about Joyce. And then we do hear a little bit more about Joyce, which was nice. 
you know, because she's like, I'm not a social butterfly and all this kind of stuff, which was nice. And then even bringing up Ted, because my first thought was like, That was another you, little bit of continuity in this Which episode. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Homicidal robot. Mm-hmm. Great. She's self-aware enough. And then she had to go and lie to Buffy when she said that I have a bunch of friends now. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe anything you fucking said, Joyce. You've lost all credibility. Do you think she me. made those friends um, working for Moo? Oh, uh, maybe. Does she still consider them friends? <laughs> Is Moo still happening in the shadows? Is it now God, maybe. shadow organization? <laughs> Shadowy dark Because I don't think Joyce and Sheila like each other because Sheila's like, don't hang out with Willow, or Buffy and Joyce mm-hmm. said, don't hang out with Willow. Like, they, I don't think they like each other. So, But also we're friends. Out. I just think about Dead Man's Party. I think about the friend she lost and Pat. like how we never... R.I.P. Quesadillas, right? I mean, that's why Joyce can't be a social butterfly. Her friends put on demonic masks she brings into the house and then they die. Surprise! Joyce is a terrible judge of character. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we learned. Yeah, I mean, much. Pat would still be alive if it wasn't Joyce buying those creepy masks. Mm, true. Let's be real. True. I, yeah. Joyce, Joyce is a Pat. liability. Also, don't bring it to your house. You have a gallery. Come Look, on. I feel like sometimes they forget <sighs> that like the gallery works. doesn't mean museum because they're like, oh, here's this weird art piece. <laughs> oh, yeah. This artifact. And you're like, she's not a museum that's curator. Not she's art gallery trying to sell thing. something. <laughs> that's you can't weird. just sell these <laughs> artifacts have yeah. we ever mentioned in a that museum. before no yeah. no I think we did oh, yeah. we you, did on Inca Mummy Girl yeah, I went through museum. all of yeah. what a museum goes <laughs> what, through what is a museum what is a <laughs> what museum? Is well what does Buffy think a museum is <laughs> oh yeah fall for the old let me translate that ancient seal for you come on do you know how many times I've used that alright let's yell some stuff Kelly do you want to start oh Jesus I just wrote Joyce all caps but I know it's a little bit of a rehash but Joyce Mom! It is a late reaction. I can't believe we didn't do it. Oh, that's it. Oh, my God. Uh, so, stupid video store mixing up Fantasia or Fantasia and Phantasm. 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 It was supposed to be Phantasm. This could either be Phantasm, the softcore porn movie. Oh, no. Or Phantasm, the 1979 science fiction horror film. Uh, have to imagine it's the first one. You have to imagine it's the porn one. So the porn one in Wikipedia. Uh, yes, here we go. Germans, it's uh, the, it's an Australian softcore porn. Obviously, in the in the era they weren't allowed to do hardcore porn, so it's LA actors, but it's an Australian like scientist who is playing a German psychiatrist. Oh my god! His name is Professor Jurgen Notafreud. <laughs> and uh, he goes down female sexual fantasies such as sex in a beauty salon, fruit fetishism. Lesbianism in a sauna. <laughs> Teacher student seduction. Rape in a gym. Oh. Transvestitism. Oh. I know. Reverse Oedipus complex. The Electra complex. So, like. Uh, you want to have sex with your dad? Yeah. Like uh, a girl wants Competition to have sex with, with your mom to have sex with the dad. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. So, that's what Phantasm could be, but he's probably talking about the horror <laughs> one. Uh, I don't which, know. That one sounds pretty horrifying. It sounds horrifying too. <laughs> but the other one, apparently, it's got like seven sequels to it. It's like a real thing. Huh. The Phantasm um, with a PH Phantasm, uh, and apparently, like it follows a guy named Tallman, who's an Undertaker who turns the dead into Earth, the dead of the Earth, and turns them into dwarf zombies to huh. be slaves on his own planet. And apparently, it's just something like a teenager just like fight this tall man. Oh, weird. And it's just kind of that's what it is. I was thinking of Phantasmagoria, which right. is a totally different movie too. Yes. Okay. No, the fan because he said Phantasm. Right. No, yeah. he did. He did. But and, in and my head, I was like, 79. I think I've seen. No, I've seen Phantasmagoria, which would be closer to 1999. That would only be 20 years old now. It's you know 40 years old. So 
I see 79, I'm like, whoa, super old. But apparently it's like retroactively a cult classic. People really love it. So I I think Xander's talking about that one. But but who knows? Can't be sure. Who knows? I take umbrage with the fact that Oz says, I don't know, maybe it's because of what I've seen, but I don't find hippos dancing in tutus as scary as I used to. Fantasia is a scary movie. Like, I'm sorry, but that end scene, what was it called? Like on on Bald Hill or whatever yeah. with the demon that like takes yeah. over the town. Terrifying. When I was little, it used to give me nightmares. So like, shut up and sit down, Oz. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Snap. Yeah, I think it's like Night Falls on Bald Mountain somewhere. Yeah. Mm. When Zeta says, thank the Lord, and Oz says, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. That's blasphemy. Hey, or uh, I wish I was God. Yeah. I want to be God. That's blasphemy. <laughs> Perfect. Subtle. I love that shit. So when Walter Emanuel Jones from the Power Rangers, the Black Ranger from the Power Rangers, holds up the, the book, mm-hmm. you can see the spine of the book mm-hmm. in beautiful mm-hmm. Picture Museum. Picture Museum. And okay. so on the end, oh, did you, you find out it up? more? Yes. Oh, nice. I didn't even yes. look up the book. No, it's a, re- it's a real book written by Emily Grillo de Givre. Okay. Mm-hmm. Originally published in 1929. The oh, entire wow. title of the book is called Picture Museum of Sorcery, Magic, and Alchemy. Mm. Oh, okay. Cool. Thank you for that. That makes a lot more sense now because I'm like, this is a real... Or they went through a lot of work because you can read the text. So there's like mm-hmm. a snippet on there. These talismans, quote, these talismans must be engraved on the metals corresponding to days. That is the talisman for Sunday or the sun on gold. Monday is on silver. Tuesday on iron. Wednesday is on fixed or or congealed mercury. Oh. Thursday on tin. Friday on copper. And Saturday on lead, which also don't be don't handling be lead, that. people. <laughs> um, this is what the book is called wrongly, by the way. The talisman of Pericles. One of these seven badges must be worn on a person and changed every day. The eighth figure of the talisman, dot, 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 and then the page huh. turns. So it's like a real thing. And then underneath the the mark of, not Gavrock, Gavrock, right? That's Gaknar. Gaknar. That's Gavrock's a different one. Uh, Gaknar, mm-hmm. underneath that symbol is like, is Celtic. So I think, I mean, I think so. I don't know. It's a, it's a language. Well, she said, the I know. says Celtic. So that's what I think. Or Gaelic, She's like sorry. Gaelic. Yeah. So she's actually reading what's under it, which is not in English. It's in huh. an English type language, which I assume is Gaelic. Willow but just knowing how to read Gaelic. It's hilarious okay, and amazing. So but. I also found the actual text in the old book that Giles is looking at. Mm. Translated says, a special bus route will open in Dublin today, despite reports that it may cause traffic congestion as a result. Nice. I don't know if that's real, but that's what I have found on the internet. That's great. And what? there's also a continuity error where he says books in Gaelic, and then in the end, when he shows it to Buffy, like the picture yeah. thing is in it's Gaelic, like, well, but the rest uh, of it's in English. Yeah, so this one is that. It's English and it's that. I think it's a combination of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it's that picture book. But that is smart of them. If they can find old books like this yeah. and just convert it and like use the things that are in it, which mm-hmm. are probably silly and nobody knows about, but use them as lore and then have a real book that you can use, smart. It also, if I'm not mistaken, when the Black Ranger sh- is reading it and he shows the guy, it's a different book than the scene at the end in the attic. Like the, the, the cover looks completely different. It's a different color and everything. I think that it's not only that, but I think it's also the placement because it's uh, page 392 or something. Mm-hmm. So he's holding the very end of the book and I don't think they were. Yeah. So I think it's just placement. I think it's all just very different. And That's when the, the Picture Museum thing's a real book though. Yeah. That's crazy. It's real. I, I could only read that and I'm like, that's a fake title. I know. Yeah. I was doing the same thing. I made Buff- <laughs> I made Buffy. I made Kelly pause it yeah. so we could try and read it. And I'm like, I think it says Picture Museum, but that doesn't yeah. even make sense. Yeah. But then it does. Amazing. Okay. All right. Um, I love that you get that like... Um, double triple meaning where it's like we know that Buffy knows the demons are real 
Um, and she's pretending that they're not in front of Riley and we don't know yet, but he knows that demons are real, but he doesn't know that she knows that they're real. And we don't know that he knows that they're real (laughs) and he's pretending that they aren't real either. (laughs) And I just think it's really fun that they're just like, oh yeah, yeah. Demons. Who would believe in that? (laughs) Goblins and ghouls. That's a misnomer. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Right. I know that. I mean, you know green. that. Alice and Hannigan punching alone in a room is just like, oh. because of the, the green little dots would have been all oh, CG, yeah. right? So just sort of like, punch, 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 get them off me, punch, punch, punch. It's just like, what a great thought. That's all I got. Xander and Anya, Xander. Well, that's the funny thing about me. I tend to hear the actual words people say and accept them at face value. Anya, that's stupid. Xander, I accept that. <laughs> um, Xander is a townie to the core. Oh, man, the townie thing kills me. I, I really only I heard Townie referenced in a... I mean, I, I know that it's like a thing yeah. people might say, have said, but in uh, that video game Bully I used to play all the time, mm. there was like the, the, the reference, the Townies, the Townies. I thought that was like a a Boston thing and then also mm. like a... Um, what's the island outside of New York? Staten Island. Staten Island. No. The other one where rich people go. Long Island? No. Yeah, the Hamptons? Fire the Hamptons? The Hamptons. Yeah. That you have the townies that live in the Hamptons and then the rich people that go there. Uh, and I feel like there. Boston's the same thing. Like you have the townies that grew up in Boston and then the rich people that go to Harvard. Mm. Concept's kind of the same, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I just well, I mean, that, like... that's specifically like people that live in the college town as opposed to go to college in the college town. Yeah. Yeah. I, I moved to a college town, but like I don't think anybody does, even cares about uh, counties or county. whatever. But also like you guys have a huge school and like a population like i don't know it's very strange i don't really I think understand why it's it like they're like sense. derision it's like because even Oz is like yeah well, i know he's a townie but it's like what well, why are you even buying into thing this with the townies at least with boston is like they have a distinct accent so when you talk to them you know like oh you grew up here i think it's supposed yeah. to be whereas sure uh, like a negative comment, not necessarily the Boston thing, but I think it's supposed to be negative in that it's like, oh God, why would you live in this shit town? The only reason I'm here is because I'm sure. going to college. Um, but I like to take it in a not negative way mm. because of, he says he looks so normal, but that they're in Sunnydale. It's like you assume all the townies are fucking crazy demons because mm. hopefully you've researched this town before you got no. went there and you've heard of all the cases of neck rupture. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I want to go to learn. <laughs> that's where I want to go. I make these words my pledge to you never again very early so is your face from willow even buffy was like what who does what (laughs) (laughs) like now everything is your face your face well let's be realistic here okay your basic spells are usually only about 50 50. oh yeah well so's your face what uh, at the end, Xander, when he thinks that he's still the Xander being invisible thing was very funny and well done. Like when he walked over and started talking to her and like you think that like she's about to reply to him and then she just she gets up to Xander or repeats what Xander, he says to and like walks yeah. away. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> that was really good. And then at the very end, when he's just sitting there and he's like, yeah, I, I would say something, but you guys won't even listen to me. Uh, I might as well hang out with my new best friend, bleeding dummy head. <laughs> bleeding dummy head. It's so funny. Xander, very funny in this episode, I gotta say. Yeah. So I laughed very hard at that. I'd offer my opinion, but you jerks aren't gonna hear it anyway. Not that didn't go to college boys or anything important to say. I might as well hang out with my new best friend, bleeding dummy head, for all you dork scare. What is wrong with you? Um, I feel like Gaknar was really inspired by like Cenobites. 
with like uh, his aesthetics. Mm. And I love that he was tiny and he's mm. just angry. So cute. Him yelling, tremble! <laughs> is iconic. <laughs> it was ominous though when he's like, they will leave you. That was scary. Well, yeah, especially as the guy with the broken neck. And that's why that's it being alone because all men leave you, Buffy. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, but then she's anyone... like, no. Yeah, sorry. It's Squish. For anyone who doesn't know, a Cinnabite is the creatures from Hellraiser. Hellraiser yep. included in being those creatures. But I didn't watch Hellraiser until like what? We watched like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, that movie's dumb. It's not great. Uh, yeah. It's cool aesthetically, but it's dumb. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I don't really know what the plot of the movie is. So I need some. I need. I need a question answered about college. And that question is college. <laughs> two absences and you're out. No, I mean, I went to school. All. I only went to community college. Maybe the, a little more loosey goosey in community college, but no one gave a fuck if you showed up or not. I think for lecture classes or whatever, where attendance was part of the credit, okay. Or I guess like labs. Right, like if you're doing a chemistry class or something, and you miss too many labs, they might. But I don't, I don't know, know that there's any class where they physically like kick you out and say you can't attend anymore. It's just you get a failing grade if you don't yeah. meet your like but participation quota. Yeah. But even then, two classes is pretty minimal as far as like. Well, also, as we know, Mackie is the evil bitch monster of death. She's like you don't have any physical injuries on you. Oh right, yeah. so. No, I don't give a fuck what you're saying. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Well, I would I, drop that class in a heartbeat. I mean, I thought that was a load of bullshit. Because doesn't Buffy even say, like, family troubles or something? Like, your parent could have died. And then yeah. she's like, I don't give a fuck what happened to you. And you're like, what? You're a caricature. Stop. <laughs> Stop being this way. Like, absurd. Well, and that's what made me hate Riley in the instant. Because Riley is such a sycophant bitch to He's her. Just like, like, you're, she's right, you know. She's right, you know. <laughs> she means it. She means it, exactly. And I'm like, oh, you yep. are disgusting. Yeah. You're disgusting. <laughs> I don't really, I've never understood what Riley sees oh. in, I mean, I guess it's just his like intense burning desire for power. Yeah. And he sees her as like the way to get that. But otherwise, I don't. I think people, like some people that, especially that are a little like not weak minded, but like people that are uh, maybe without direction really seek that out. It's like, I want someone to tell me what to do. And like that becomes attractive. I mean, that's why the military is attractive to some so, people, period. Where so it's like, like, I don't want to have to think. I just want to be told what to do every minute of every day. So like which I what get. you're saying is if this had been a different time in a different place, he would have ended up like part of the Manson family. Yeah, I think that's. But he didn't join the military. He went to school, right? Yeah, I know. What's the if deal with that? If he wanted to join oh, the military, yeah. why we're... wouldn't he join the military? No, but, but I mean, isn't the whole point of this to hunt down demons? Right. Yes. So then, so he's peeked behind the curtain, if you will. He knows that there are demons in the world. Other people don't know it, so he's got a secret, which is a powerful thing. People love that. I know something about the world that other people don't. So he finds like-minded people. Maggie's probably the most fucking like crazy person in terms of killing and capturing demons and he's like I know demons exist I want to be a part of this is so I get him being is? roped into well it depends on I what s- his, his origin story is right? I assumed Maggie was searching for students that seemed like they had potential and she was like hey you you're smart and you look strong I want you to be my special intern and mm. he was like yeah okay and then yeah I guess that would be the most logical the only other explanation would be that he was picked before he ever came to Sunnydale, and this is his cover, like that would be the only other way so that, that we would, would work. have another TV show where he has been chosen. Riley is the chosen one once in <laughs> Riley, a generation. The rando recruit in the initiative. So, like, the same ring. unlike no, when no. they try to recruit Oz and Willow, 
Riley says yes, and then they send him to Sunnydale to pretend to be a student, yeah. but then also like a, a demon warrior. I think that the show doesn't, I don't know if they're pretending. I think that he is, I mean, at least I think, I don't know the whole, I forget the season, but I would assume that the, in the show's world, everyone does everything simultaneously. So he's not pretending to be a student. He's actually still a student. But he is also in a paramilitary organization. Right. Well, no, no, yeah, he's both, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. So it can only happen one of two ways: the way that you outlined, where he was just going to school at, at, at Sunnydale, the college. What the, was UC Sunnydale? Sorry. Yeah. So he's already going to school. He's just a student at UC Sunnydale. Maggie saw that he had potential because he's like a big beefy dude that he could fit well in the paramilitary organization, uh, and then made him join or asked him to join. He's like, yeah, okay. Uh, or he was already in that organization and knew Maggie from that, and then they mm-hmm. used like. You can just work with, I'll keep you close by making you my TA for fakesies. That'll be your background. But yeah. it's more likely that he was just a student. But she's also a legitimate teacher too. Like, am I right? right? Or yeah, is she... yeah, yeah. Okay. Man, because you're... he makes, well, yeah, he looks really a lot older than her in this yeah. scene. But he makes that little joke about like, if I can recall, if cast can... my mind back, right, to being a freshman. Do you Which think he's a grad student? He and would... he's doing more like a psychology thing and a TA is part of like, he's like kind of a mini teacher versus like, I just grade papers. I'm like a junior or senior. Well, he's got to be a to be grading papers and stuff. I mean, he's definitely higher up. I yeah, mean, at least a senior or something. So, but no, I wonder I if he's not even he's... in undergrad. He's yeah. like a grad student. Hmm. I would guess he's actually not undergrad. Yeah, I would say that he's probably a grad so student. he's at least we're gonna guess three or four years older than her. Maybe eight. up to eight years older than her. Mm, I think eight would be too far. pushing it. Okay, I would say four so, is probably the height of. I'd say probably. I'd say probably like yeah, yeah four fourish years old. Yeah. Okay, that's, well, I mean, Early considering her track record. Considering her track really record. Really not yes. that egregious. No, Correct. it's not. I'm old enough to be your ancestor. The final one I have is Buffy punching the floor without listening to Giles. I mean, that was one of the cla- most classic what moments. What a bizarrely of phrased book <laughs> to write it in that way. No, no, I put that all on Giles for not saying like, no, no, wait, 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 Hey, hey, just wait one second. Summoning spell for Gachnar uh, can be shut down in one of two ways. Destroying the mark of Gachnar... is not one of them and will in fact immediately bring forth the fear demon itself. Lights and shaking and trembling and you're and just like see... waiting and you're like, oh no, it's going to be awful. Yeah. And then the camera pans up and he's like this enormous thing. You're like, oh no. And then he's just a little funny guy. <laughs> um, and that's why the last half is just so good. It's so funny. Uh, yeah. Jokes. No, that's, that's all for me. Jokes. All right watches mm, we do have a couple watches uh only one watch that's successful again uh that i was uh, able books to count a million. books a million is the only one so xander construction outfits no we got 007 opposite i would say uh mm, maroon yes, jacket watch the binary construction <laughs> so one of the 007. <laughs> 007 construction <laughs> where on the spectrum uh maroon jacket watch no it didn't catch any forces gave for riley watch now this one's controversial because you could say that potentially there were two men that walked out in front of them as they were walking to the party. The oh, front right, person, right, right. the front person could have been Riley. Sure. Mm. And the back person could have been Forrest. And Forrest could have been checking out that sweet booty. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just we don't we know. To, we have I'm to assume. Like we like don't it. know. We have so to assume. I'll count it. I love we're gonna that. Count it. Yeah. Buffy's <laughs> first interaction with the commandos is Forrest checking out Riley's sweet booty. <laughs> sweet booty. Sweet booty. Devin watch Chips Ahoy, no chips or Devin. Uh DeHoffern watch, no, but I always like to see a nice demon come up, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Sandy watch, nope. Uh Michael Wicca Michael Amy Wicca Goth watch. 
is a no as well because no one else does magic or even really talks about it except for our friends. Like I if mean, anybody like the frat boys brought forth. Yeah, the as demon. You count the black ranger. Oh, I mean that's there. not bad. Yeah. Well, they didn't really do it though. Yeah. If anything, I guess it was, it was an accident. Yeah, and if it was, it was <laughs> bloody, bloody hands, Oz, just throwing oh, blood, blood, throwing blood everywhere. It's only metaphor, blood. Books a million, of course. We have the picture museum book, Giles' book that he searches out his stuff in. You know to. Right get the chainsaw and come and all that kind of shit streets ahead no but we assume this is on one of the main roads from sunnydale we did the name the frat is. house which i did not put down and also the address is like twelve twenty, but we i don't think we ever get what mm. where they are and giles biggest knockout no he hasn't been knocked out in forever so at all this season at the season and a long time in the last season so he's chilling He's knocking down doors. He's he's doing he's his evolved. thing. He's evolved. Yes. Xander's in trouble. You've got to do something right now. Oh, now. Are you listening? Xander's trapped. Uh, where's Buffy? The others. Oh, they're trapped too. But we've got to save Xander. Slow down. Uh, did you know that we're a real podcast? You can find us everywhere that you would find a podcast, like Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at BeatMePod. You can find our website at BeatMe.wordpress.com. And for our audio files, we have a Spotify playlist where you can listen to every song that is played on this season of Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, along with any song we reference in this podcast. That playlist is called Beat Me Hyphen Funtime Playlist for Podcast Fans, Season 4. Yeah! <laughs> you, that, that's a mouthful. You should maybe consider changing it to a... I know. Twitter. I mean, I don't know what was going through my head when I named it. It could have been something just snappier. Losing air, just uh. couldn't do it. All right, uh, it's time to rank this sucker. Yeah, take it away, Kelly. Why do I get to go first? Because you always go first, and okay. I haven't ranked yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Willow hacks. We talk about the net. We get a, sp- a spell from Willow, and it goes awry. I'm giving her an eight. It's great. Like it's not. It's not a lot. We just get the little lights, but yeah. it's something. And it doesn't go correctly, which is a willow trope that... Well, she's got the basics down. Levitation, charms, glamours. She's trying to get that transmutation and conjuring. That's what's next, apparently. I I mean, that was conjuring. I know, she wanted to conjure. And it It didn't work. Got fucked up. Didn't work. (laughs) Giles. Giles. It's Giles. With a chainsaw, 10 of 10. Come on. Come on. Come on. He was the the most giles Fiesta Giles and Chainsaw Giles, the most... The binary of Giles. Sad yeah. eating candy alone in the sombrero, Giles. I oh mean, my God, break my heart. I don't think we would ever have the the wizard hat if it wasn't for Tucker I know, Gates this, doing the sombrero. I really yeah. don't think. I think that that was such an inspired choice. And this I don't is a know, direct precursor. I don't know if it's a, a director or if it was David Fury. I don't know if David Fury wrote or did anything with the other one. He just wanted to put Giles in a hat. But whatever happened here, this was probably such a huge thing that they were like, we got to put him in another half. And we got to save so it. Good. So good. I can't wait for that one. Oh, season five. That one's even better because it's just silence. Right? Yep. And then he just quietly takes it off and yep. puts it away. <laughs> this one, he's like, no, I, yeah, I'm wearing a sombrero. It's the whole thing. Uh, Riley ruins everything. I, I had to I had to bring it back. Slash Joyce's terrible mom because she's in it. Oh, I no. mean, like I had to do a combo. And you know what? I gave them both the seven because I think the interaction with Riley is fine. I think this is before we know he's in the initiative, and it's fine. He's nice. He's yeah, trying he's to be nice. cute with he's Buffy. Nice. They have a little mm-hmm. thing. And I think Joyce was opening up to her daughter, making it clear Whoa. the divorce was not your fault. So we just mocked Joyce mercilessly. <laughs> Seisha led with, she's the worst mom. When did you die? You never told me you died. No, it was just for a few minutes. Oh, I hate this. I hate your life. Yes, I know. Yes. Yet, 
Listen. Here we go with the revisionism. Buffy, I thought we were, we were done with this. Buffy went to her last minute and said, I need a costume. Yeah, and so let's talk Joyce, about my dad. And then Joyce said, okay, Buffy, did you know that you're the reason my husband left me and I have no, no friends? No, she said, you're not the reason. Buffy, come but on, Buffy. Secretly the you had nothing but to do with secretly you. you are. You are the reason I don't have any friends, but the divorce had nothing to do with you. Well, it might also be the lying that I do. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, sure, Joyce, a gallery. I've never heard of a gallery in Sunnydale. Except for the lying and the murdering that happens in my house. <laughs> Whatever, you know. I gave them a combo seven. Well, if you got to do it, you got to do so it. So they each got three and a half points? Oh, right. Is that yeah. what we're getting? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, more like Joyce got two points and Riley got five. <laughs> uh, Monster of the Week, Gacknar's hilarious. The fact that he's a tiny oh, little guy. Um, but we, we did already do Fears to Reality with nightmares so mm-hmm. no points for originality i guess uh yeah. and you know but there's dead kids everywhere we always love dead kids so we do i gave it a everywhere seven. one spiritually there's dead children everywhere. <laughs> 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 uh friendship goodness or badness this one's real low this is a Ooh. good i think precursor to the yoko factor because a lot of the the problems we're dealing with will rear their head to like a boiling point in the yoga factor. Like Xander feels like he's left out of the group. Uh, Willow thinks that nobody understands her because she's like doing the magic thing, AKA being a giant lesbian. Right. Uh, Buffy apparently is afraid of all men leaving her. So that one doesn't really track, but <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's, it's Buffy spending time with Riley, taking her away from the group. That they oh, like. sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, so I only give it a four. So th- one thing I do want to mention about our relationship, which, which really saves it is how fucking cute. Oz and Willow are still it's like stake through the heart. They're so adorable, supportive boyfriend. Ah, uh, fantastic. And also, when they bring up the party in the lunch room, or is it in the very opening scene? Anyway, when they bring up going to the scary house and they're being kind of like joking, Oz is like, "Actually, it's kind of cool. This guy threw a good party." And I'll, and Willow's like, "As we witnessed last yeah, Sunday, I'm like because- they're having a beautiful social life outside of this uh-huh. fucking group. They're just like being adorable, doing fun shit." And I just, I'm so torn so torn because i love tara but i, I mean, mean also the relationship between anya and giles perfect oh this so fun yeah anya knew exactly to go to giles giles was like i got my chainsaw let's do this <laughs> well she's like we need to save xander he's like well aren't they with buffy and them oh they're kidnapped too <laughs> yeah but xander <laughs> so yes which is so fun. giles anya great willow oz fantastic but obviously there's a lot of turmoil with our friends oh yeah the I mean, cracks buffy are and willow forming. buffy v willow that oh, was yeah. the first time for sure Will, I'm telling you. Telling me you're telling me? I can't do my job if I have to worry about each of your safety. It's not your decision. Gotta disagree with you there. Oh, of course you do. Let's all take a breath. Buffy, maybe... Being the Slayer doesn't automatically make you boss. You're as lost as the rest of us. Only four. Uh, Episode specific? Just thinking about the life of pumpkins, you know? They grow up and Mm -hmm. happily entwined with others. And somebody comes along, cuts you open, and rips out your guts! That was Parker. That, yeah, this is a metaphor for my failed relationship not that Angel. never existed. We're not talking about Angel anymore. It's only Parker. Seven to ten, which gives 43 total for the episode. Puts it at number two for the season right above the freshman. No, right above Living Conditions and below the freshman. So there you go. So I ranked this episode 15 out of 60. That's high. It is high. Yes. It's the highest of the season so far for me, and I put it. One above Nightmares. And how many uh, above Dark Age? Yeah, honestly, that's all. Oh, a lot. Yes. Dark Age is 27, so 12. 12 Sweet. above Dark Age. Nice. nice. It cracked the Dark Age ceiling nice. and then rocketed it up, and I was like, is it better than Nightmares? Yes, yes. it is. Is yeah. it above Halloween from season two? Ooh. 
I think you ranked Halloween. No. Oh, <laughs> Halloween is 11. Fear itself is 15. Ooh. A woman of her word. That's... Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. I didn't even have to think about it. Halloween is just obviously better. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to rank this one in, in the middle just because the premise was terrible. Well, how we got here was horrible. But I do want to highlight the music was awesome. Tucker Gates... What a legend. I wish he did more episodes. Yeah, for a one-off episode for him to do. It was really so great. good. And really, and I guess really, like, if you were to get a random director like that, you would really want him to not really interact with a lot of stuff, right? Because he's, like, going to bring some cool tricks and all this kind of stuff. Like, it had a different feel in a way. But they let him play with, like, the seminal or big character stuff, which was awesome, too. It wasn't just a fun, you know, episode out of the series. It was, like, in the series. Very important. So... He knocked it out of the park. Uh, second half was better than the first half. So I'm going to give it a 53 out of 140. 37. 137. That's not bad. No. So it's high. I think it deserves high because David Fury wrote the shit out of this episode. Mm-hmm. Jokes. And jokes. So jokes. funny. Even even in the first half was saved purely on, oh, grapes. Like, just like <laughs> moments like that are like, you know, they don't always happen. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I found myself uh, into it, but then really enthralled at the end when it was like, I'm not even thinking about finding quotes. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just like, Buffy is getting dragged down into a grave. And like that guy with his head Mm -hmm. broken, like Mm -hmm. I was legitimately scared. That was a scary moment. I know. That's why I didn't have a lot to yell about because I was really into it. Like I really love the episodes you can lose yourself in and just feel the cinematic. Like this is a movie and it's great and I want to know what happens. Yeah. I've seen it a lot of times. But all of it was just fantastic. And it never gets old. I'm old enough to be your ancestor. That is it. (laughs) Fear itself is in the books. Woo! Join us next time when we discuss season four, episode five, Beer Bad. Yeah. (laughs) Can't wait for that. The best episode of television ever created. Yeah. All right. Everyone say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Happy Halloween. Don't bring no gold in the front camera to the back door. There's no problem that cannot be solved by chocolate.